0: Welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show here on My Talk 107 One and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Shannon here with Donna McLean and producer uh, Grant is over there steering this bus today. Um, so, of course, we want to make sure we get some music news in here. So, uh, we got that beat yeah, thing? Okay, let's here we do go. It. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeehaw!
1: And Steve Patterson.
0: You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. All right, Don. So we're starting with something that's old school but also new at the same time, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes.
1: Yeah, so Paul McCartney, his McCartney 3 album debuted at number one on Billboard's top album sales chart for the week. So these are full albums people. Right. It isn't just one song. It's not <laughs> a single. You know, people are into just buying one song at a time. I right? love that. These are old school people that want the whole album, <laughs> yes. buying an
0: actual CD. The or actual story yeah. that goes from a song to song to song. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So pure album sales, they're the measurement utilized by Billboard 200 albums chart through the list uh and so it, it's really great because, you know, he is still he is I feel like I went to one of his concerts, believe it or not, when I was like 20 or something okay. in Kansas City. It was a big stadium concert. And it was like packed. Everybody was having a great time. Right. Um, I actually met the his vegetarian cooks. They were sitting by us and they're like, hey, you want to... Come see our our, uh, little trailer (laughs) where we make their food. And I'm like, yes. Yes. My friend and I were like, sure. So we checked out. They're like, everything has to be vegan. It has to be, you know, there's no meat allowed on this tour. So that was kind of a peek behind the scenes with that whole world just by chance that I
0: had. I Uh, went to the concert at Target Field when he was here. Me too. And that was, it was was for a music uh, fan. If you're like, you're like, I was in, I was in a, um, um, Oh jeez! I was in like one of the little VIP suites Ooh. with uh, a bunch of people who were big fans mm-hmm. who could talk to you about chords and all these things, and we're talking about him as just a musician. Okay, and that was fun because it was stuff that I've uh, you know I'm I love music, but I'm not a musician, so I can't talk the technicalities sure. of how it is and how they organize it. I can go. I thought that was beautiful, and it it, it moved me, and I, I, the, from an emotional standpoint. But as far as being a technician, that's yeah. not my jam. Right. Right. But these people were where they're going, and when when they do this and writing that is really hard, and that was fantastic to cool. kind of hear all that background as well.
1: Right. So he's you know one of the last remaining Beatles, mm-hmm. or it. No wait, is he the last
0: Ringo? Ringo's still Ringo's alive? Still alive. Oh, yeah. that's
1: terrible. Oh lord.
0: Holly will be upset. Oh, I'm so
1: sorry about that. Okay. Um, uh, some other news. Uh, oh, just real quickly here. Uh, Rihanna and A. S. E. P. Rocky. They spent Christmas together in the in Barbados. <laughs>
0: Those are good pictures
1: on her it's, Instagram. It's good. You know, it, she needs to find love, I think, that isn't somebody who's very controlling. I think her last Fair boyfriend enough. was controlling. Yes. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he was a very rich businessman, and it's like... I'm glad to see that she's with an artist who gets her and, yes. and, you know, he is really super successful. He's continued to be successful in his career. He wasn't just a flash in the pan artist. So I feel like in saying that he's on the same level as
0: her, you know, as I far as this, popularity. I was talking to my friend about that, where we like, you know, there's certain there's you know you use you, you root for certain things yeah and you go i want this person to pair up with somebody who is a good match for them and they can be a good power couple yeah like that's how i felt when tiffany haddish came out that she was with common yeah i was like oh i love that for her mm-hmm. and right now i'm loving this for rihanna you know you want somebody that's got their own things but is super supportive of the fact that she has worked really hard and built her empire yeah and that's what this seems to be like yeah so hopefully hopefully the portrayals are true
1: yeah that's mm-hmm. it's true. So mm-hmm. hopefully she'll um, have a great time with him. Here is another story that before we get to the best, which is an <laughs> audio clip of Kevin Bacon playing music to his goat. Right. Um, this is a great story. Pro- uh, Trump fully pardoned a producer of Snoop Dogg. His name is Weldon Angelos. And like a lot of presidents, you know, at the end of their term, They pardon people. Right. It's it's usually a statement about certain punishments in the criminal justice system that they don't believe in. So get this. This guy, 17 years ago, this Weldon Angelos, he was caught trying to sell $350 worth of illegal marijuana to an undercover police officer. Mm -hmm. And then there were a bunch of other charges involving drugs, weapons, money laundering. He... Had a 55 year prison sentence. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. Now, a lot of it had to do with they were very mad at him after reading this article. It seems like he didn't want to snitch on people. Exactly. He didn't want to turn people in. And so they punished him and gave him 13 charges. When they were like, money, tell firearms, us about this person. And he did not want to snitch mm-hmm. or be a rat. Right. So this guy ended up going to jail and he has been pardoned now. Which is
0: fantastic. Yeah. That's just,
1: you know, uh,
0: I mean, everybody. it goes back to, OK, we you, don't crime. You know, we understand that criming mm-hmm. is bad. Yeah. So before we say, <laughs> before don't anybody, crime. before anybody jumps on us about saying, how come you're encouraging crime? We're not.
1: We're not. But don't that crime. Is ridiculous but sometimes. Sentence.
0: Exactly. And the cr- the punishment does not fit the crime. And it definitely seems like, you know, that's where privilege and other things come in. Mm -hmm. You know, when we're looking at the Lori Laughlins and we're like, okay, you got two months and this guy gets 55 years and he didn't hurt anybody technically either.
1: Yeah. Nonviolent crime. Did he Mm -hmm. have a weapon? Yes. Okay. right, that is. But it doesn't even make any sense whenever our prisons are overpopulated and people are being released who are violent criminals and they reoffend. Exactly. You know, Mm -hmm. so this is the kind of thing that needs to stop. He also pardoned 13 other people Um
0: He's and, been pardoning a bunch of people. Yes. Now,
1: yeah. uh, now, like most presidents do. Yes, when they exactly. Leave, um, yeah. So uh, this guy, he was really relieved, of course, that he's been released. He yep. went on Instagram and he was really thankful for the pardon. But he's still really insistent that more needs to be done in the criminal justice reform uh, system, So it's a step in the right direction, but he needs he wants to advocate for further reforms in the
0: U.S. Right. So
1: now he's going to do something good cool. and try to help other people. Very so cool. That's a very positive story there. It's just such a shame. You know, this is just one person who happened to have a connection mm-hmm. with Snoop Dogg. And that is why he gets public attention. But think about all the other people that are in prison for things like this. Just, exactly. Whew, sorry. Just gets me high, you know. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, well, you know, Kim Kardashian. She has a lot of uh, negative press about her, but one thing she does do is she is focusing her
0: life on trying to help yeah. people get right. out of prison that That's are wrongly really cool. accused. Which and I'm like, use your you, use your powers for good, not evil. I'm on board with her. that. Mm-hmm. That is, just- we appreciate everybody being part of the show today. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show here on My Talk 107.1 and streaming on My Talk I'm Miss Shannon here with my good friend. Don McClain. Our other good friend Producer Grant is over there steering the bus today. Uh, I'm so glad you brought up this story. Um, yeah. So we wanted to talk, do a little little Doctor Who news. Yeah, New we, Who we news. We yes. are
1: really going nerdy here today. I'm good with it. Hey, <laughs> It's you're... okay. I know you know Doctor Who. So. Yes. Yes. Alright. So Jodi Whitaker, she is the current doctor mm-hmm. on Doctor Who. It was like, oh my gosh, a woman's going to be the doctor. You know, it rotates between people. That's the whole story. It's not right. like they're just like, oh, all right, we're just going to do a switcheroo here no. and make you think it's a soap, you know, on a soap opera. Like, No, that this is, is really actually the, the
0: lore of now, the primary character.
1: That is mm-hmm. correct. Right. So um, she had to fill, uh, she had to have a very emotional Christmas special that they filmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of the Let's sh- call it a holiday
0: special because it's actually going to air on New Year's Day. Okay, holiday mm-hmm. special. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, she announced in November that two of the core cast members, Bradley Walsh and Tozen Cole, is mm-hmm. that how you say it? Okay, they they're gonna leave the the show right. after the um, special festive yes. episode. So this was gonna be their last episode
0: together. So she'll still move on with one of her current companions, but you know that's right. that's like family, and that's what she says in the story is that you know she launched with these uh, uh, three additional companions, and now two of them are in some way or shape or form rotating out of the cast. And so she was just saying how sad she was and emotional about the whole thing. And it was a very sweet story.
1: She said, I was absolutely beside myself. She wanted to remain professional. Mm -hmm. But um, it's the end of certain things, but it also feels like the beginning as well. Right. She said of the episode uh, and that after they you know like yelled cut she was just like a blubbering mess Aww. i read in another article mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it feels like you know it's like um the wizard of oz you know you've got the four characters yes you know she's she's the doctor she's the dorothy and mm-hmm. then she's got her her friends yes. a couple of them that she has to leave behind back in oz basically right. yeah oh gosh but You know, and it's she'll never have this experience again. I I can relate to this for, you know, doing certain plays where you're like, every time it's the final night. I mean, there have been some where I'm like, well, I'm glad
0: this is going to be over. (laughs) I don't need to see them but again. So, but, I get yeah. so
1: nostalgic and like, oh, my God, this is the last time. Right. Uh, you know, this is the last time I'm going to ever be with this group of people again in this same way. And
0: it's carrying and on, but it's just going to feel a lot different.
1: Yeah. So uh, it's they just- were
0: forging new ish territory when the yeah. character went in this direction.
1: Right now, um, mm-hmm. do you know it says in here? But I don't watch this current season, mm-hmm. so so it says where the character left off. There's sort of a
0: cliffhanger. Yes, yeah. Okay. So she's she's currently like imprisoned, mm-hmm. um, kind of thing. And an so an we're, alien planet right. or whatever. Yes. so okay. it's, it's almost too much for me to sum up, like, okay, kind of yeah, thing. But yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on. But the thing about it is, I want to say this. Um, with the current iterations, the Jodie Whittaker ones. If you just because I'm a fan and I want other people to be fans, sure. My suggestion is watch the uh, January 1st edition. So just start now.
1: Start now. Start
0: now. And here's the thing. There are enough geek and nerd blogs out there and people who highly follow it. Read back about it. Okay. Like, pull up the Wikipedia article. Don't worry about it. Like, then you can go back. Because I think that when you have something that's like Doctor Who, that like if you the, go back the to spec. the original air episodes, we're talking about from like, you know, decades no. and decades and decades don't and decades. That. And so, yeah, I've watched them all. But if you're not into it, I think that just the concept of it is daunting to people. So they go, well, it's been on for a million and a half years. I'm not even going to try. And so that's why I'm going, nope, you can watch it here and then talk to some uber nerds like us. And we can say, here's the key episodes that you can watch yourself. And then you can fill it in later. But just dive in, dive in. You'll figure it out. There'll be enough people that are, you know, anything you're confused on will help you get up to speed. Yeah,
1: I mean, there are some key old episodes that if you want to be a nerd, I would say go back to the... Is it, um, oh, what's his name? David Eccles?
0: No, that's Christopher Ecclesine. He's Christopher the one that started Eccleston the new Steen. ones. Do you mean new I or old? Start.
1: I would start with him. Yeah, you could start with
0: Crystal Ecclesine. Like the as far ones.
1: as the ones of the 1960s, I'm saying just skip those. Yeah, well, <laughs> if, I mean, if you're not, they're totally
0: different. Yeah, they it's are a different totally, feel. It
1: is a totally different. It's like Like I the stand Tom stacks.
0: Baker. I'm like watching. You know, I, I mean, because that's the first Doctor I ever watched. So okay. I'm like, okay. So I know all that stuff. But if you are not into it totally understand I, can, I do want to shout out because we want to make sure that we support our local organizations we do have a really good Doctor who con uh, group here in the Twin Cities Aww. yeah so um, it's called console room you can go to their website I'll make sure I tweet it as well so it's console roomcom and they normally have in- person they started in 2014 doing in-person cons and so this one of course that's coming up they do it in January it's going to be virtual but if you want to just go deep dive with some 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 like-minded geeks here in the Twin Cities. You can join us on this console room so i'm on a bunch of panels you know a bunch of my friends are on a bunch of panels where we'll be talking about different things like i'm actually on like a discord panel where we're talking about what we would do with the tardis if we had the tardis oh great which is what the doctor travels in that is yeah we'll call it their ship right yeah Yeah, do not call it a phone booth they will stab you um so don't call it a phone
1: booth i feel like i need to just stop talking it's a
0: ship (laughs) just call it a ship that's the easiest way to cliff notes (laughs) it, but it's shaped like a phone booth I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um I'm just trying to make sure that you don't put your foot in your mouth oh and we get God. a flurry of tweets. But from it people. is a phone box. Like <laughs> that is what he's going <laughs> that's what, but to the outside people
1: in the show It's shaped like it's like yes. that's why people don't know what it is. Exactly. Yeah. It is a ship.
0: <laughs> Correct. Correct. I think and I think that that's a good entry-level into, like, geek culture and where we're talking about people take things so seriously. Oh. And I try to be the kind of geek that invites other geeks in and wants new geeks and want people who just dabble to learn more about these things and not put up a... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, bunch of barriers to entry oh my gosh i cannot say the same of all of my friends they can't help themselves they've been doing it for so long that they're like how dare you You (laughs) how dare you disrespect it and call it that but oh my gosh i I feel like
1: i need to just leave right now No,
0: no, No, no 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 i'm helping you that's got to thing. No, no, no. Oh we're fine. Gosh. You gotta think. Wow. All right. <laughs> I'm just you you were correct. Just start with, you know, and, and your the your sentiment is exactly correct. Like when you read that story about Jodie Whitaker, but you could still relate and still were like, I still understand this person and this actor and, and all of those things, even though you didn't know every single thing about the franchise. That's yeah, I've
1: watched the allure. That's fantastic. I've watched two seasons. I right. watched Christopher Yeah. Uh, Christopher say it Eckelstein. Eckelstein, I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> and then probably
0: David Tennant. That's yeah, why you I had the two names conflated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And those are great. And that's a, You know. And that's enough. You know, to kind of go okay. And I think that you're allowed to be a casual fan sure. of this show. There's other things that I, you know, I dabble in, but I don't know everything about it. And I think what stopped me from watching, I couldn't get into David Tennant as much
1: because to me, I just was too attached
0: to the first.
1: Doctor that I saw, so I couldn't. It it was hard for me to move beyond that.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, I see that. I see that. Um, I think that if you know, if you dabble back in and you lean into the, it's supposed to be different. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah, you know, like maybe you know, like now that you've had a little palate cleanser, you can just start again with David Tennant's episodes and then just see you know how it works on because that is hard, you know, because they are so different. It's not like they go, hey, you're the new lead actor like the other guy yeah they don't so, do that at all no no and they shouldn't <laughs> everybody has a different personality and then there'll be sometimes like even if you watch the old episodes where other characters that knew the previous um uh incarnation will mm-hmm. pop up and go well before you look like this and that's part of the gag and part <laughs> of the, the thing and so it is you know it's it's a fun although complex <laughs> Series. Yeah. But I love it. I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorites. It was one of the first geek things my mom and I used to watch together. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like emotionally attached to Doctor Who <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Sure. So I wouldn't, I would, if you ever just want to go, hey, I only want to watch this episode, tell me what I need to know, I will help you. Oh, great. Don't worry. You don't have to watch them all. That'll take you a <laughs> lifetime. I mean, it'd lifetime. be
1: like starting days of our lives from the beginning. Exactly. Right,
0: right, <laughs> right, right. Well, we got some more entertainment news coming up for you, including what Nicolas Cage is doing to keep busy right now. You're listening to The Donna and Steve Show. I'm Michelle, and that's Don McLean and producer Grant. We'll be right back on My Talk 107.1. You're listening to The Donna and Steve Show here. That's producer Grant. I'm Miss Shannon. Don McClain and I are all filling in for Donna and Steve, who hopefully are enjoying their holiday break. We appreciate you guys joining us. And uh, we want to make sure that we got some more uh, entertainment news in, right, Don? Yes. Yes. So, okay, we're not going to play any of this clip. None of it. Not a moment of it. But Mm -hmm. I want to talk about it. Because it's something that I want to watch. We would have to really, yeah, we'd have to build back up the delay. Oh, my gosh. There's no way. There's no way. Because... um, Um, When we're looking at what, you know, what we want to watch on Netflix, this is one that I think the three of us all said that we're into. Yes. Yes. And so it's going to be a new documentary series, a comedy documentary series called The History of Swear Words. Yes. And it's hosted by Nicolas Cage. And so I shared the trailer with um, the both of you. Mm -hmm.
1: And this is a new trailer because there was one before. where It was just him reading like like a uh, masterpiece theater and sort of
0: And one let me just start with saying Nicholas Cage looks the best most Nicholas Cage in years. Thank you. I was like, I was I'm, like, he
1: looks pretty he hot. He looks right. right. He's
0: back to hot, Nicolas Cage.
1: What's up with that? Right. He's like, a, a, I
0: don't know I if don't it was know. the lighting. I don't know what they did. They have some Barbra Streisand lighting exactly. on Exactly. They did that, some filters. Yeah, Maybe they, nice they told him they did some detox tea for him a few days before he did it. I don't know.
1: He doesn't have that ridiculous hair color that looks so fake.
0: Right. He looks really, really good in this one. I was like, well done. What are you going to talk about? Uh-huh. And then he turns out to be funny as well because because this is going to be, I believe, a six-part series um, where they're going to have a different swear word that they focus on every time. The uh, and, and, I mean, these are the hardcore swear words. So it is not suitable for work for you to watch the trailer either. But it is him talking to not only historians that can tell you about how the word came to into fruition, uh-huh. but also comedians and other people that are accustomed to using these words <laughs> yes. as a job, kind mm-hmm. of. And uh, it looks glorious. It looks glorious. Like, I have... I think that this would be my good um throwaway show. Like yeah. when you watch something where you're just like this is just interesting information. It's just trivia that lives in the back of my my brain. It's just popcorn. Yeah. But I think this is going to be great. What do you guys think?
1: Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is it's like a VH1 style like yep. you know behind the music type of a thing where they interview comedians and and uh and I loved uh, there's a part in the trailer uh, this extended trailer that just came out where um where they say it's proven that you can they have a big bowl of ice water. And if you put your hand in the ice water, they timed how long you could keep your hand in there. Yes. And if people were swearing, they could literally double the amount of time that they could <laughs> keep their
0: hand in the ice so water. So useful information yes. is what we're going to get from this one. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to, I mean, I'm... You know, I'm enjoying it for a couple of reasons, because I mean, whenever you're having the comedy things on Netflix, I think they do a good job with these series. Mm -hmm. And so it, it looks like a quality, you know, funny series that happens to be about swear words. versus swear words just for the sake of swear words does that make sense yeah Yeah. and he
1: does swear several times in it he starts Mm -hmm. it off with the the most swearing yeah (laughs) he He goes hard in the paint it's ridiculous yeah and so uh, it it's just it's going to be great sarah silverman is a part of it right and it really makes you on board with swearing already a little bit yes You're like, this is ridiculous. Why are we doing this? You know, (laughs) why do we have these constraints? And they bring up the fact that a lot of people have used language throughout history to control other groups that they don't like. Fair enough. And they're like, oh, all right. I'm on board with this. I definitely want to check this out. I wanted to see. I'm trying to find out here if the episodes were titled
0: yet and they're not. No, they are. No, no, no. You can see them. There's a list of them. Yeah. And it's every serious one. That's why I'm saying it's six episodes and it has them all laid out. We don't know the exact order, but it's all, it's the key key swear words that we can't say on the radio. Yeah. That's the whole point. You know, and uh, I, I also think the thing I thought, and this is going to drop on January 5th, all six of them all drop at the same time. And I think it's going to be interesting Because I'm one of those people, I like a well-placed swear word. Like, if you, people have seen my act, I don't swear a lot. I'm just, I don't, I don't swear a lot in regular life. You know, anyway, I'm not that person. So when I do swear, it has impact. (laughs) <laughs> like it's like it's like a record scratch. Like they're like, oh, my goodness, Ooh, like because right. I, I don't you know, that's just not my my normal mode. Right. Which does well for me as a radio host, because I don't ever and have to like, slip up. yeah, I don't have to like pivot back and forth between how do you say it and how do you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. That's the other reason why I think it's interesting, because I think that there is an impact and an art to using it well. Right, and I think that some comedians have gotten to the you know where there's a reason why they do it, and when they use it. Like there's there's some comedians that have whole bits that are just talking about it. Like that's one of like George Carlin's (laughs) like historic most known bits is talking about swearing. And so I think that that's where this gives it a lot of room as well. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: it's gonna be good. I think it's awesome, and I can't wait for it, January fifth. Something that I thought, well, what could I talk about here that's paired with this in this break? Uh I got to talk about something that isn't so awesome that Nicolas Cage did. And I watched this this summer and I never (laughs) talked about it on the air, almost because I didn't know where to begin about how bad it is. There is a movie out there called Mom and Dad. Okay. And it has Nicolas Cage as the dad, Selma Blair as the mom. Yes. A couple of kids thrown in there. I love a good horror movie. You know, I lo- I, that's it's my job to assign horror movies to Alexis to oh. watch during our forced movie See, reviews. Okay? I, and
0: I listen to those all the time. And I'm glad I don't have to do them because I don't like horror movies. And that's why, because <laughs> right. I, I remember seeing the trailer for this movie. Yeah. And going, I tapped out from the trailer. Like, everything about it looked terrible. So you can tell everybody, mm-hmm. bring everybody up to speed on yeah, what's so, going on with this. So
1: it doesn't... Um We can't play the trailer because there are swear words in it. (laughs) Yes. And uh, so this is about this community and something, I'll just say something happens. Mm -hmm. There's some supernatural thing that happens where all the parents want to kill their kids. (laughs) And it's the terrible. concept is like, haha, okay, you know, hook me in for more than that. But it's really just one long joke about that. Yes. Because they're
0: very over the top, even in the trailer.
1: It's super violent. Yes. Like, it is terrifying. You know, basically, it all starts with these kids are the central characters, of course, because, you know, they're the central characters of the movie. They're in school. And all of a sudden, A mom just runs up to the window and just like starts beating on the window. This Mm -hmm. kid's in class and she looks she's looking in at her son or daughter like it's it's like, oh, what's wrong with Mrs. Whatever. Right. And then all the parents start showing up to the gates of the school and it's like a riot. OK, because they're trying to get in and they're screaming and yelling. They're like, come on, come on, trying to get their kid out. And People think in the movie, oh, my gosh, what happened is has a nuclear has a bomb gone off. Like, is there some terrorist event where they want to protect their kids from it? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. You discover pretty quickly that once they get a hold of their kids, it's just mayhem. They're chasing them across the schoolyard and just brutal.
0: (laughs) It sounded like even just the trailer. And I think part of the reason why. People liked the trailer before they saw the movie, is that it is Nicolas Cage at that super crazy, insane screaming. Yes. So I think, I think a lot of people like him they in that like over-the-top him. performance. Yeah,
1: they love Nicolas Cage going nuts. Right, and, and that's does, what this is. Yeah. This is what this is, but there is absolutely no plot other than <sighs> that. There's nothing to figure out, really. There is this force that makes them do this. And to say that I see here it says one of the great jet black comedies, no. It okay. is not funny. Like I'm It not, didn't look funny to me as a parent. I'm not sensitive. Like, I can laugh
0: at lots of stuff, but right. this was just bad. It's a bad movie. It looked to me like when I was watching the trailer and I was like, I wish I could unsee that Mm -hmm. Um, because it made me incredibly uncomfortable because I think part of what's supposed to make it funny is that part of it is that from the trailer, at least the kids didn't deserve this. These were they trust their no. their trusted parents. They're like, oh, I, my parents are supposed to love me. They're trusting them, just like you said. Where they're like, oh, did you come here to protect me? And it turns out that's absolutely not the case. And they spent all this oh, time yeah. trying to murder them terribly. Yeah, I didn't find that in, you know funny yeah, or interesting right, at all. Oh, it just, was yeah painful. Just, I found it painful. Ju- yeah, to think just, about it.
1: Yeah, just to even think about it. Well, imagine watching the whole movie Ouch. like I did, and it really it's like there's all this manipulation that goes on where you think, oh, they're okay. Now they've really snapped out of it. And, and they're they still didn't... just murderous. No, they're, they're really just manipulating to try Ouch. to get to them. And it makes you think about child abuse yes. and people that actually really do kill their kids. And you're just like, no, this subject shouldn't
0: happen. And it's, it is, it, I think there's certain subjects, and this ties us back into like even the comedic aspects of what we were talking about with the history of swear words, mm-hmm. where it takes a very a very careful hand mm-hmm. and a very qualified hand to be able to make certain topics funny <laughs> and, yeah. and like and there's some people who were great at it were like okay you took that topic and you spun it in a way and you and you brought me around as an audience member you know I usually don't have there. there's anything there. I'm going it's not a too soon moment it's not this just go and give it a shot but <laughs> if you're gonna go into certain areas you need to have a reason yeah and a plan it's not funny just for shock. And I felt like this movie was like, it'll it'll be funny because this doesn't happen, right? right. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And I'm like, no, this is miserable and really hurts my it hurts my heart. You know, yeah. and, and I'm not overly sensitive yeah, either. No, 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 you no. Know? And so but I there's some topics like when people go, Well, do you think X is funny or Y is funny? I'm like, It could be. You know, I'm like, they could try it, but I'm like, Do you wanna go there? Because yeah. if it goes wrong, then you look like a complete and utter jerk. So why even go there? (laughs) Right. It's so
1: true. Um, So uh, some of the, it looks like there's a really big difference between um, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes for mom and dad is what we're talking about. This is a Nicolas Cage movie from 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, 75% fresh from critics, which shocks me.
0: Yeah. um, You know why? Because the performances were what you like. About a Nicolas Cage. And I think that the critics probably were like, well, they're so avant-garde, and look what they're doing, and they're making this new territory. And the rest of us are like, "Um, yeah, but it's rotten. It absolutely makes me feel bad as a human being. You know? Yeah,
1: this person rated 7 out of 10 the escalating absurdity of crazed parents brainstorming ways to slaughter their children is dementedly superb.
0: I don't no, agree. I don't agree. <laughs> Do you have kids? Do, Do you, you have parents? I don't I mean, want to think about other people trying to pull, no, find ways. it's not. Because uh, oh part of it was the recurring breach of trust. Is what I felt like, because, you know, just like you said, every time, because I had some friends that watched it, every time the kids are like, well, now we're safe. No, they're absolutely not. (laughs) No. And I want my kid to feel safe. I want other people's kids to feel safe. I want them to go. I can't trust big people. That's horrible.
1: Yep. And uh, here's (sighs) here's one that actually has some sense, in my opinion. Kevin Mayer from The Times, Mm -hmm. UK says the quote unquote joke soon wears thin. However, and the film, with few actual ideas to express, resorts to slapdash plotting and dead end gore. You that know? makes sense. I'm a, you know, I love Reanimator. Like, that is the goriest movie ever. Like, okay. I get it. I am into, I love horror movies mm-hmm. for the art, for what they are, right. and the fun of it. I know mm-hmm. that that sounds crazy and messed up. But. No, you're not alone. I mean, you're not alone. It's a a tension reliever, you know, and I enjoy it, you Mm -hmm. know. But this was just not a good story, bad. So. It's painful to watch. Painful. Painful. And people are like, how can you even talk that long about this movie? (laughs) Well, we had to wait till we go to commercial break. Exactly. That's what you got. Yeah,
0: so we'll come back with some other things that hopefully (laughs) clears up some more of your holiday blues. Hopefully, we didn't add to them. (laughs) I got to think. If we did add to them, don't worry. Donna and Steve will be back next month. So. With that, we're going to go to break. You're listening to The Don and Steve Show. I'm Michetta. This is Don McClade, And we'll be back on My Talk 107 What? All right. We started this yesterday, Don. Yeah. You had this fantastic list of additional holidays in January (laughs) that people can prepare to celebrate in case you're like, oh, I had so much enthusiasm for Christmas and now it's done. What do I do with myself? So we gave them, I think we got through like 13 of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So So, we got through half of the list. Yeah. Here's Mm -hmm. some tips to celebrate. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting all right, here we go, everybody. If you're like, oh, what do I do? I still have this leftover wrapping paper, a lot of tape. Yeah. You know, maybe you just need a reason to re-gift some things. Maybe one of these holidays yeah. is what you need. Exactly, mm-hmm.
1: January 18th. We stopped with National Nothing Day. Okay, yesterday, which was a good, <laughs> a good stopping point. But let's recap. What was that one? It's an unevent. <laughs> Americans have been celebrating since 1973 by doing nothing. Ah, it's great. National
0: Nothing Day. Sounds wonderful.
1: Sometimes you just need a break, right? Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so January 18th, moving on, National Thesaurus Day. Okay. Okay, so the guy who invented and published the Thesaurus of English (laughs) words and phrases um, in 1852, he was born on January 18th. So make sure on that day to honor, celebrate, Laud, praise, revere, salute
0: his <laughs> contribution. I see what you did there. Yep.
1: Boom. Yep. <laughs> well
0: done, McLean.
1: All right. Uh, and then January 20th, if you want to celebrate this, uh, Alexis loves um, pandas. Well, yep. I know a lot of people love penguins. People love
0: penguins. Penguin
1: Awareness Day is January 20th. Yeah,
0: I now, do see that people do have a love for penguins. Yeah, I, I was surprised by that. I didn't know that that was a thing, but I've seen that pop up more than once oh, on yeah. like, even like my dating app, happy like feet. more than one guy. I think Happy Feet really started Solidified. that. No, I think it was before that. And then Happy Feet was leaned into it. Good Actually, point. Grant. Yeah. Like, They're like, you know what? People like penguins. Let's make a movie. <laughs> what point. was that parody movie about? It was like Happy Feet or it was a it was
1: a spoof on March of the happy, Penguins March. It was, a, was a spoof, spoof on, on March of the, of the Penguins. penguins. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. I mean, it's a full-length movie, <laughs> and it's just basically a couple of comedians just doing the voices of the penguins. It's just so funny. Okay. I'll have to find out what that is. I'm look looking it up. Calm. I'm okay. looking.
0: Why are you doing farce okay. the Farce of the penguins? Farce of the, farce penguins, of the penguins, maybe. Oh, it's yes, so good. That's what came up. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um penguin awareness oh my gosh and- that's bob saget and samuel L. jackson yes <laughs> all right i mean whoopi penguins! goldberg yes allison hannigan john stamos oh yeah <laughs> i'm great. breathing for this right now okay i'm yes. gonna watch that i wonder how we can find that oh of- no no you can find it it looks like it's on uh let's see i bet you can find that on imdb's channel like yeah. it's one of those free-ish movies by now because it's from <laughs> 2007 yeah let's see what's it called again Parts of the penguin. Parts of the penguin. Parts of the penguin. Okay. So it's on. I uh, uh, let's see. Uh, we'll find that too. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> Phil has already found it and tweeted. Oh us about gosh, it. Oh my gosh! I'm not looking at my phone. I'm sure it's like. Yeah. Our unpaid researcher. Yeah, he's, he's been. Very te- he's been texting me. <laughs> Did you know this? Did you not? Yes, Phil. I yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. So, Penguin Awareness Day. It's not <laughs> to be confused with peng- uh with World Penguin Day. Okay, that's on April twenty fifth. But okay. Penguin Awareness Day encourages you to cultivate even more knowledge of oh, penguins. Oh well, goodness.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That's cultivate great. more knowledge. My friend's mom. She collects little penguin figurines and she has like about a hundred in their bathroom just like in a little shadow box thing
0: that's where they live cute yeah that's very nice
1: okay national hugging day is january 21st i will
0: not be doing that this year
1: oh normally i do that
0: kind of thing like (laughs) i'm one of those free hugs type people i like that you know i have a friend here one of my comedian friends in town is actually the free hug guy that you see around town that pops up in like a photo here and there where he's got a sign that says free hugs Okay. Yeah, so that's a friend of mine. So I'm like, for this year, I'm just like, ah, Aww. no new hugs. I always feel... I hug you... myself. How about I hug myself? Yeah, hug yourself. Yes. <laughs> lots of virtual hug hugs. Hug your son. Yeah, yes, I'll do that. Lots, of, lots of virtual hugs for everybody.
1: Okay, uh, January 22nd, if you're looking for something to celebrate and you have a cat, answer your cat's questions. yeah <laughs> Are official if your feline isn't forthcoming with his or her inquiries take the opportunity to ponder the following what would a cat have questions about mm. where's my food
0: Why don't you get me one of those? I want one of those fancy water dishes. When are you going to get on that human? Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Did your your cat ever just stare at the water or does it do that? Because my old cat used to do that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I what are you doing? You know, what's funny? I know a surprisingly large amount about cat hydration. Um, Because I just she
1: was real thirsty. I just just, take a drink. It's right right there. No, but
0: there's like I just read an article about this, McLean, um, Mm -hmm. and it was talking about cat hydration and why some of them stopped drinking the water out of their dish. And because cats weren't really made to have to drink water. They were like they would eat things. And then that's how they would get most of their hydration. So now that they're in the house it's different. And they're not really efficient when they lap up the water. But they're also very, very sensitive to the flavors of things. So it could be that's why some cats only want to drink out of the tap and some drinks are only want to fall, you know, go and hang out and and drink things out of the the bathtub. And you're like, I know you don't like the shower. (laughs) What are you doing in here? Like, that's my cat. I'm like, I know you don't want to be here. But then once the water's running, he's all about it. And so that's why some cats are like, I don't want to drink out of that thing. Or, you know, because they or it's the wrong shape. Mm-hmm. and their whiskers touch, and so then they're freaking out. <gasps> yeah, so like this article I read, and I really just read this. I'm glad. Yeah. No, this is really
1: great yeah. to know because I didn't know what was wrong. I thought, ah, oh, I got to give her a new bowl. Sometimes you, know, she you do does need it, to
0: give them a new bowl. But and they, it's
1: like it's dirty, so I was obsessed about washing it, and mm-hmm. maybe it had a soap residue. All I right,
0: don't know. It could have like, smelt wrong. It's just something. And the other thing is that since cats in the wild would be, Less sedentary than they are in the house. Mm-hmm. This I did do is that they want cat. They, this is what this cat psychologist or whatever <laughs> okay. I, I don't remember who wrote the article has yeah. suggested that they like to have autonomy. So having water sources in multiple places in your house, I did th- that. Yeah. I so would then put they can just the go bathroom. right. Yes. So them being able to go, you're not the boss of me, and go drink in different places mm-hmm. is actually good <laughs> for their little cat psyches.
1: She would also scoot the bowl mm-hmm. so that it would splash out. Yeah. It was like a game for her. Right. like, well, wait a minute. Now I come home and there's no water in the dish. Because yeah. You've been playing that scoop. And it game. could
0: have been that there was something with the dish that they weren't quite right yet. So they moved it or it was someplace <laughs> where there was a draft in the house. Like I can't reconstruct your house where it was, but there could have been something with the placement that your cat's like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. It's too loud. It's too noisy. There's a vibration, like something. Wow. <laughs> where they're like, yeah, this article like deep dived into cat hydration. Don't feel hydra- terrible. <laughs> Don't feel terrible. Why would you know? Because cat's she's your, passed now. So up,
1: see, she's drinking her own water on her own cat time. However cat they heaven. want, right? Yeah. You know,
0: and that's you know that's it too. is That I you know my cat. Once I moved to moist food with my cat, yeah. then she didn't drink as much water anyway because she was getting it from the moist food. Yeah. yep. So that might have been it, too, that they're just like, well, now I'm just playing she with it because I'm not. She got cold choices, trust me. <laughs> she got
1: wet food, dry food, water in this, got a fountain, whatever see, we can do. you are a
0: very good owner. You're a good right. pet owner. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Let's we got see. two minutes. How many more can we get Oh, I don't have? know. Let's see. National Handwriting Day. Oh,
1: get out an old pen and paper. When's the last time you did that?
0: Ooh, and uh, my handwriting when- is terrible. Me too. <laughs>
1: it was never great. It's terrible you know, it depends on whether or not I'm
0: tired. If I'm tired, I'm like, whoop, skipped a letter. (laughs) One night, I I wrote, I was adding something to my grocery list, and I was so tired of my handwriting so bad that I could not figure out what it was. (laughs) You're
1: like, what is that? Oh, I've got some
0: post-its laying around where I'm like, what is this reminder? I can't even read this. When I
1: was in college, it was, I would be writing so fast to try to write down everything. When I'm trying to learn something, it's, I write all the wrong things down. (laughs) I'm like, what does that even mean? I don't even know what I did. so bad so
0: it's not triggering any memory at all
1: right when you read it
0: okay. oh yeah
1: so like uh january 23rd
0: practice your handwriting National right. handwriting day Curse- i'm on board with that
1: yes okay 24th global belly laugh day well done <laughs> love that yes yes and there's like the the laughing yoga uh, guy <laughs> on there he's a guru about laughing like force yourself to laugh you know whenever there have been times where i don't this sounds so dorky, but mm. sometimes I'm in a bad mood and I don't want to go to work Yeah, <laughs> and I am not happy about something. And so I will, as I'm driving, just smile, like make myself smile. Right. I force it. And yes. then I'm like, OK, now I'm feeling good. I can nice. just see you driving. Just
0: <laughs> That's very that's, that's very Shigong of you. Like you'd have to direct your energy in a particular way and then you will help. It'll help you feel that direction. You that's do really get a cool.
1: surge of a good feeling when you do it. Mm-hmm.
0: I know it's like so Jan Brady. It's perfect. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> you are way too self-deprecating yeah, to you... not be a stand-up comedian. What is uh, up, McClay? I've, right? I've done stand-up before. Right, well, yeah. you need to stop picking on <laughs> you. I am enjoying everything about you, and you spend three quarters of your time apologizing for yourself. You are uh, perfect.
1: Well, guess what I'm gonna do? This next one is <laughs> National Compliment Day. So well done. Give yourself some pats on me, the back, January 24th, well put it done. on your calendar, right? Round
0: of applause for McClay. Oh, yes. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: tell yourself you're amazing. You Again. are other compliments people will give them back to you love it yeah
0: love it love it love it did we finish that today or do we have to hit it again tomorrow all right let's do a few more tomorrow well i love that idea i love that idea i love hanging out with you too as well it's great to have you guys here we appreciate everybody that's listening this tuesday morning it's the donna and steve show i'm and that's don mcclain and producer grant we'll be right back on my talk 107.1